This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. We talked about on this pod two years ago how when you turn on a television and you see a striped, a, a hoop striped soccer team, sporting blue and dark indigo stripes, we want you to know that that is sporting Kansas City. at it again with another shade of blue. This episode is brought to you by Rogers Red Cards, America's premier referee apparel warehouse. Rogers Red Cards. Book them. <laughs> That's not they need to they need to change that slogan. That's not a very good slogan for them. I probably shouldn't disparage our, our sponsors like that. But please go remember to subscribe, rate and review. It helps us out a lot. The Blue Testament wherever you get your podcasts. And we are going to have an update on our future very soon. I'm Cody Bradley. Thad Bell, David Greenwald are all together here ready for the kit reveal. Two of our favorite guests are here to show us the new drip and talk about the whole journey. Chad Reynolds and Thomas Earl, glad to have you gentlemen back. What's up, guys? Yeah, how's it going? Oh, it is a big day. It's a big show for us. Everyone is excited. So I want to go. I'm going to go to Thad Bell here. Wait, I have I have a question. I'm going to interrupt off the bat because yes, that's what do I it. do. Do it. Is Rogers Red Cards a real thing? <laughs> is this just named after, like like because because I'm going to tell Raj if this is named after Roger Espinoza. I just need to know <laughs> so I can I can be fully informed. Um, I don't know. You know, I just get handed the ad reads. I'm like Ron Burgundy. Oh, I just they put it in front of me and I <laughs> and I read it. I don't know. I don't okay. know. I can't I can't okay. confirm or deny this. 
teleprompter. Sorry, I have another question. Yeah. Uh, we should ask this before, but this is what we do every year on this pod. Yeah. Are we, uh, and we can edit this out or just roll with it. It's are we pretending it's Thursday or are we talking like it's Wednesday night and you guys are getting the sneak peek exclusive? <laughs> I was I was going to half-heartedly pretend that it was Thursday. Okay. We are we are recording, even and though you told I, everybody we're getting a yeah, sneak peek. I do like to remind everyone that I that I get to see it before <laughs> everyone else. So, but yes, it is it is uh, it is fake Thursday right now. So it's Thursday, go, got it. Going forward, it's the day after the Chiefs parade. Yes, yes. So I I don't tell people that we get to a sneak peek because I don't want my friends asking me about mm. it. Like I don't want to keep the secret. Perfect. So this is Thursday morning. Yeah. Got it. It's not like you've got a lot of time to keep the secret. I mean, it's like coming to you live at four 30 in the morning on <laughs> Thursday, right. February 16th. Yes. Yes. I mean, we're like 10 hours away at this point. So, okay. Everyone is excited. And I'm going to go to the Thad bell who is famous for his, his support on this show. Always supporting me with the laughs in the background. He brings the energy anytime I need to get the show going. So I'm going to go to Thad here. Thad Bell, here we are. Ready to put last season behind us. Match day one, just over a week away. We just learned that the new center back is on the way. Star players almost back in the mix. Polito's thighs are out and set to return. Gotti Kinda's coming back, maybe sometime, hopefully soon. Chad and Thomas are here. It's Jersey, Thursday. Are you ready, Thad? I'm so excited. Thank you, Thad. Getting us started on the right foot. I am ready to go now. Chad Reynolds, Senior Director of Brand. Thomas Earl, Director of Retail Operations. So I, well, see, now I can't do it. It is Thursday. So yesterday I was at the Super Bowl parade. Uh, The Chiefs won the Super Bowl on Sunday. But guys, I know this is your Super Bowl here today. So congratulations on reaching the finish line here. I know all the other jerseys, most of the jerseys are out and leaked. What uh, what are you liking so far from the rest of the league? What are some of your favorites? I think T and I are on the same page. We've been talking all day about this, right? I, I, yep. I'm personally big fan of the Colorado kit. I think it's a really good look. Um, I got a sneak peek at that when Thomas and I were up in Portland at an Adidas trip like six months ago. And I remember like seeing it and then walking out of that room and being like, T, I just saw the Colorado jersey. He was like, what's it look like? And I was like, I cannot describe it. Like, I don't have the words, but it's cool. It's black, yeah. it's blue and it's got, and that's where I lost it. But uh, no, I really, I, do, I dig the Colorado kit. That's probably my favorite that I have seen yet. I think Houston did a good job with the orange, making it not just a uh, plain orange. Um, but, but it's, you know, you're going to, that's, that's clearly a Houston Dynamo kit. Um I kind of dig the Austin one. It's a little, it's oh, a little yeah. Barcelona y from a couple years back, but that's um I dig it. But you know, that's that those are the three that have kind of really stood out to me. David, you were just talking about one before we started here. That was one you didn't like. I didn't like the Austin kit. Okay. Um, it makes me feel like I'm on a roller coaster and my eyes are bouncing <laughs> all around and like the lines aren't aren't straight like they're supposed to be. And then Thad and I were talking about this before the pod. Um and during World War II, the Navy painted stripes like that on the side of the ships to make them harder to target. It was called dazzle camouflage. Yeah. I, they still do that for cars. Like uh, that's what car companies do so that they, you can't tell what the body, like the, the, like when they're, when they're doing tests out there, if somebody takes photos, you can't tell what like the body is going to look like on, you know, the new Audi, whatever. 
they do that. You know, like it's a it's the same kind of concept as dazzle camouflage. And now I'm never going to not see that when I look at the Austin kit. <laughs> Any of those with like that broken up line stuff, like uh, the U.S. kit. I really dig the Seattle. I hate saying this because if anybody anybody who listens to this knows how I feel about Seattle, but the Bruce Lee kit is sick. Yeah, I I have to agree with you. I really 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 like the idea behind the the Bruce Lee kit. I think it's it turned out really cool. So I'm excited about that one. I love the NYCFC kit. Yeah, I like the uh, the story behind that one as well. I think it turned out really cool. So those are two of my favorites. I, like- I, I echoed yeah, the Colorado. I think might uh, might be my favorite of the bunch right now. I like the Bruce Lee kit just because that's a good name. Just the Bruce Lee kit is a great name. <laughs> and I'm envious that we don't we don't have like a, a figure like that that we could prop up that that has that the name carries that weight that uh, yeah. that, that they do. We don't have Bru- we don't have Bruce Lee. You know, like <laughs> that's a tough one to not like to follow up. You know, we so do we don't have well they've done Jimi Hendrix and Bruce Lee now, right? Yeah. Back to back, which is <laughs> like and 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 truthfully, as a non Seattle, I Seattle in non Seattle person as a normal person. I didn't, yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that 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 Jimi Hendrix and Bruce Lee like were were associated or the city claimed them. So that's a cool storytelling thing for them to get to get to put out there into the world. Because for whatever reason, I associate Jimi Hendrix with London. I know that's where he died. Yeah, I know that's so where. Why? Where, I. I was so confused he, about yeah. that. I know he spent a lot of time there in the London music scene, but like, but for whatever reason, he had that guitar that was in the jacket that had the the Union Jack on it. So like, maybe that's why. But 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 um, but yeah, you kind of you learn about it. Just like, oh yeah, and Bruce Lee went to the University of Washington. Like, I googled that today. I, I I spent time on Bruce Lee's Wikipedia page today because of the Seattle Bruce Lee kit, which is pretty cool. You know, that means they're doing their job. They're telling a cool story. I move that we do a Bruce Chen kit because to me, <laughs> that name carries that a same weight. Chen music, <laughs> the Chen music. Oh my gosh, what a vibe! You know, we could do it. We talked about this. We've talked about like iconic Kansas Cityans. We could do a Charlie Parker kit. Yeah. There's a story Ooh. there. The thing about Charlie Parker is it's like, like he's really cool and jazz as we know it doesn't exist without Charlie Parker. But it's it's like you wouldn't. I don't think we would want to do a Charlie Parker kit. I think we'd want to do a broader Kansas jazz. City jazz Kansas yeah. City music kit. You know what I mean? And maybe that's. Maybe that's just how we would approach that in a different way if it ever, if the kind of the opportunity ever presented itself. But, but, uh, but, you know, I mean, Charlie Parker's every bit as cool as Jimi Hendrix or, or Bruce Lee when you really dive into the history. Also, every bit as troublesome as Jimi Hendrix and Bruce Lee when you, when you dive into their history. Well, so Chad, if, if you talk to your counterparts over in Seattle, uh, can you suggest to them a Sean Kemp kit? Oh, God. Because that's I have the so only joke that Seattle I can't make right now. <laughs> Is it? I mean, if it's just the picture of him bringing down the backboard, I'm in. So I'm looking at all these kit releases, and they all have names. There's the Bruce Lee kit, the Crown kit, the Four Killy fit, the New Day kit, which makes me think of WWE. Absolutely, it's it's absolutely a WWE kit right there. I love that. Do you guys get any input in naming it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, oh hey, I, I see Charlotte did drop the crown kit tonight. We we saw a, a, something about that the other day. That's I, I last night as a kit. Is it last night? No, it's <laughs> on Wednesday night. They dropped oh, it yeah. on Wednesday <laughs> night. Wednesday night. Oh man, causing problems. I don't even so. want to do the pretending thing, and I got to keep people straight. Cody's gonna have to edit the hell out of this. I love it. Um, uh, on Wednesday night, Charlotte dropped that 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 kit, uh, the crown jewel kit, which like makes me think back to growing up watching. You know. 
Grandma Ma, Larry Johnson, and Muggsy Bogues. Like, that's what I look at that kit and I see. It needs a few more pinstripes to get there, but it's uh, – but no, that's cool. Yeah, no, we absolutely get to 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 help name that kit. And it's not – you know, it, like everything when the, in this jersey design process, it's a – it's collaborative with with the clubs and Adidas, but um, you know, there's a there's a page on the the brief where we basically say this is what we think we're going to call this, and then sometimes that changes as you go through the process, and sometimes what you wrote down on day one sticks. So speaking of collaborating with Adidas, you know, it's interesting. This year seems to be um, you seem to get more unique kits than previous years, but there's been a lot of the kind of generic template kits over the last few years. Um, USA jersey. Do you guys get pushback from Adidas because to make their lives easier? Do you say like we want to do this thing, and then they say eh, it seems too hard. I don't want to put the time and effort in MLS. I wouldn't say that they put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean there are things that we would want to execute that are for whatever reason not executable, like not possible to be done the way we wanted to. I think we talked a little bit about this on last year's secondary kit. Yeah, we like had where, a where fabric where certain fabric is even right. allowed to go on the jersey and things like that. Bingo. And 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 you know the like the, the style of jersey, like the cut, the, the jersey template that you, your club happens to be in dictates a lot of things. And so for example, if we said we want this kind of collar, well that kind of collar is only available on certain templates. And so now you're having a conversation around like mm-hmm what if we want to do X? Well, you can't do X because you wanted Y, you know? So there's, I would say that that's really where a lot of those conversations come. And then it's like, if you want, you want to do this kind of design, well, you can't do that on your primary. You could do that on your secondary or your club or your community or whatever we wanted to call them because, because of either production or storytelling or, it's a dark kit and it's tougher to do things on a dark kit than it is on a light kit, or it's a light kit and it's tougher to do things on a, you know, whatever there's like, that's such a weird answer, but Thomas and I are laughing because in the back of our head, we can like trace back different things over the last kind of couple of kits and be like, if we had done this part different or put this on a different thing, we would have had an option to change up how we executed this. And there's no way to like, yeah, it's just a, it's a really long-winded answer to say there's it's not pushback per se other than like we're just figuring out how to execute it right the right way. And I feel like you were probably nicer about that than than you could have been. I, I, I think there's probably a lot of things you wish you could do and you probably even know that it's not even like you can't even ask for it. Like you just already know it's not even on the table. I'll put it this way. You see you see somebody come up with the jersey design on the internet, whether that's for us or any uh-huh. other club around the world. And 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 we're all Jersey nerds. We all follow that kind of stuff. And you yeah. see those like, oh, I don't even remember the name of the Twitter account that I follow. It's that's like just really York, cool. Like York and uh, is that Oak the one and York or yeah. no? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, so, so yeah. One of those things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But but there's a couple of them where it's just like artists sending in cool kit designs and they roll out the best ones and it's like that's awesome. That's impossible to execute, you know. <laughs> and we we Thomas and I have the burden of knowledge of knowing that that is unfortunately impossible to execute. And it, it it's probably not that it's impossible to execute. It's impossible to execute at the scale, the production quantities, and the quality that Adidas and Nike and the big guys are going to require for playing at a first division top level field. You know, like, whereas if you're just like sub dying something, mm-hmm. like you can do it, but that's not what going to be the quality that you would necessarily want to wear on the field, right, T? Yeah, that's what exactly what I was gonna say. I was like, as far as the quality goes, I mean, that's that's one of the biggest things that Adidas 
presses. You know, so we can do a lot of cool things and you'll see a lot of cool t-shirts and jerseys that, that people either make on their own or, or are produced, you know, worldwide, but they're not on the field. And that's the biggest thing that we see. And that's what we hear from, from Adidas that they cannot be, be scaled to that level that we want um, on field because what we sell at retail is exactly what they're wearing on field. Um, and so that's a huge, huge, huge part of Adidas's kind of go to market, obviously, is that they want that, uh, that quality to be there. So that's, that's exactly right. For example, that's why you see some of these clubs, especially the European clubs where they've got such higher volume in terms of sales. That's why you see crazy third kits or excuse me, yeah. crazy training tops and things like that, because that training top isn't the same material that the players need to wear for 90 minutes and, and perform. And for, you know, it's it, it so they can get away with a little bit more design wise because that material is more forgiving. It doesn't have the mesh panel on the back that we've talked about those kinds of things in the past. So yeah, it's um it, it all comes down to execution. So I'm, I'm a Jersey nerd and you know, my heart is with sporting KC, but it's shared because Venezia Venezia has a big, right. a big part of my heart. Those kits are sick. They're so sick every year. And you were just talking about partnering with Adidas and certain things and how Adidas and Nike and some of the big manufacturers have certain, you know, things. Do you think the league's ever going to ditch the single manufacturer and let teams find their own suppliers? Like, would we ever be able to switch things up and, you know, go to um, like the name of the company that makes Venezia's kits is escaping me right now. But, you know, I want to, you know, would we ever be able to, to escape the, the Adidas clause? This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. My my, Adidas. The Adidas deal, did they just re-up it, T? Or is it not? It's it it comes due here soon, right? Or it was gonna come due. I can't I can't remember. Yeah, so I mean, I, I, the answer to that question is, I guess anything is possible. My my hunch is that, and this is just total conjecture. I'm clearly not in these meetings um, at the league level, but, but my hunch is that I think Adidas is the league's second largest partner. They might be the league's largest partner, like in terms of overall, you know, partnership spend and stuff like that. So, if you're Major League Soccer, it's going to take a hell of a deal to replace that and parse that out you know, to other, to multiple manufacturers or something like that. So my, my assumption is that, that as long as major league soccer is a single entity system, you're more likely to have one single kit supplier um, unless and until there's a better reason not to, you know what I mean? And like, I don't, I'm again, I'm not a, I'm not on the business side of this, but 
you, when you think about everything that Adidas supplies all the way through the academy programs, MLS Next Pro, et cetera, for, for um, major league soccer clubs, I mean, we've, I think we've talked about this on the, on, on the pod in the past. It, like, Thomas and I, if we're out representing sporting in any sort of capacity, can't wear another shoe brand. You know, we need to be in a we need to be in Adidas or some sort of kind of like you know you can wear, you can wear if you're in a suit you can wear dress shoes you know that but um but we couldn't roll around in another shoe brand it, it's literally a fine because like the league is, you know, partnered with Adidas and and frankly, we all get, you know, access to a bunch of gear because of it so right. so the trade off is really nice. Who's I mean, gonna you know, sitting who, here and who's gonna tattle Adidas on you now. though? They they got huh? scouts. Does, does Adidas have have spies in the crowd and, at events and things like that? Who's going to tattle uh, on you? I mean, there's a league observer at the match who, if you know somebody's walking around on the sideline in a in a an Adidas or in a non Adidas shoe, if I'm if I'm on the sideline or Thomas is on the sideline, you know, doing our jobs on a match day, wearing something that's a competing brand, it does literally get kind of written into the league report for that match. The same way it would if uh, one of the players was wearing the wrong shoe. You know, they were wearing a shoe that was not approved or with a different brand that they, then they were approved to be a part of. So all those, yeah, those things do come up. Or for example, we just did, you know, our, our big hype day shoot for three days with the, with the players and we shot behind the scenes footage, which you'll see over the next couple of weeks. Um, we made sure that everybody on our set that, that, that worked for sporting was wearing Adidas and knew that rule because yeah, because you know what the last thing we want to do is roll something out with the wrong brand on it too. So yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's not so much that like somebody's out there looking for it. It's just, why would we give them a reason to find it? You know, again, we've got such a good deal with Adidas. We get, we get discounts on merchandise and all that kind of stuff. We get, we get access to, to gear. So Thomas is shaking his head. No. Well, not not to get too far astray from the kit, but I know Adidas has partnered with some MLS clubs to make an MLS shoe, like a tennis shoe. Sporting KC is not one of those clubs. Thomas, WTF? Yet, yet, yet. When when am I getting my size thirteen Sporting KC shoe? Yet, I didn't we are, know that was a thing. That sounds awesome. Yeah, they're actually pretty are, cool, except I mean, for the St. Louis one. <laughs> yeah, Chad, what are there? There's probably about ten. Ten or so clubs that have gotten the shoe, yeah, um, including one that didn't are, exist yet till just now. Oh, we know, we're aware. We 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 may or may not have mentioned that to them. They're not salty <laughs> yeah. about that or anything. Trust me, this is this is one that uh, that probably right around this time every year we ask um, a couple questions. Um, when is our shoe coming out? Is one every year? Um, you know, there's certain things that we ask and. And the shoe is definitely top of mind. So trust me, as soon as that uh, that that Sporting KC Ultra Boost comes out, size thirteen, I'll hold it for you. Dibs, thank yeah. you. <laughs> All right, so I'm waiting I'm on. I'm gonna this shoot shoe. my shot. 25, 2025. That's okay. when we'll see it. All right, I, you heard it here you first. Know, I, I feel like that's that's fair, and without any previous knowledge, truly, um, I, I really think that. 2025, I think we have a good shot at getting that. I, I would love to have it by 2025. Are they just, they're just adding a few more teams every year or there's criteria or it seems random or what? You know what? I, I would probably relate it a little bit to like the, Chad, and correct me if I'm wrong, but a little bit like the City Connect jerseys in oh, the MLB. Yeah. You yeah. know, a, a, a couple clubs get it every year. Um, they launched it last year with, with roughly, I think it was eight to 10 clubs. Um, and I think that was, 
I bought good. I bought that fountain jersey. That was so cool. I, I, I don't blame that. you. I, I love that yeah. fountain logo. It's so I sweet. think it was it was so cool. They executed it so well, and mm-hmm. and everything that was around it, they did so well. And I think we did a really good job of that in previous years with our third kits, because that's obviously what it was. But everything around the the black argyle, the white argyle kits that we did, we did so many things outside of the jersey, whether it was a hat, t-shirt. Um, there were there were so many things that kind of complemented it. Um, the the Royals did such a good job with that. And so I would relate it to that. And I think that we are hopefully, knock on wood, in line for one of those uh those pairs of shoes here in the in the coming years. And 25 seems like a, a safe bet, Chad. And that's mostly just like think about production timelines too. We you know, like these these timelines keep getting longer and longer, get more difficult and and certainly a global pandemic didn't help any of that. So I I know we're going to talk about the 23 kit here in a minute, but you know, it'd be remiss if we didn't say that Chad, we've already submitted our 25 kit, you know, like that that's already in the, in the works. And you guys know those, those timelines from what we've talked about in the past, but those timelines take a a long time. And so uh, I think that that lends itself to that. And we've already done it with our kit. When you say that, when you 25 say, is 25 is in the books. Like we know, we know what it's going to look like. Right. Or, well, we know the, 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 we've sent the brief. We know what, we know the starting point, right? 24, we have a meeting on to finalize Friday, like the last round of prototypes. Wow. And we're sitting here and, you know, the 23 kit drops today. Yeah, you Right. Have, we we'll just have some, 23. And we have one week to meeting? celebrate. <laughs> is that is that meeting at the at your offices? Where yeah, am I where, where do I go? Yeah, um, it's it's in. Wall. We'll send you the the Adidas Portland address. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Road trip. So before we get to the review, I, I have I have a couple other things to ask you guys. So, is there like trash talk amongst your colleagues? Like when you go to the, Portland to Adidas HQ or America, you know, whatever it is, or like you know. Or, I can never you, get them to say that another jersey is bad or that they that a team is just bad at jerseys. They're too nice. They're they're respectable gentlemen. But, but I'm not asking you to drag like any specific team or jerseys. But like, do you guys have like the banter whenever you run into like your colleagues from other clubs? Uh, T, you you go to that league like the league retail summit every year. Does it ever come up there? Oh, that sounds rowdy. <laughs> the retail summit. Oh, yeah, if, if there's one party that you guys should want to attend, it's the MLS <laughs> Club Retail Summit. Um, in you know, it's around April or or May every year. No, I I do I do think there is there's a little bit of that banter, but to your point, nobody ever says anything bad about them. Um, it's a lot of you know, the the Portland Rose kit gets a lot of uh, you know kudos. You know, so a lot of people will will tell them well done on that one. And Chad mentioned it earlier, the the Jimi Hendrix kit. I think those are some of the ones that, you know, the really, really good ones get called out a lot. Uh, but, you know, th- there's never a bad one in the league. Right, Chad? But, yeah. Uh, you know, but those never get, you know, this there's is, never, this there's is an never audio a, medium, uh, Thomas, you, nobody can see Chad <laughs> close his eyes and very clearly lie. Yeah. There's advantage. never a bad kit. <laughs> no, no, no we, I'll give you an example. I'll we would never say example. that there's a bad kit in the league. Right. Is what I'm going to say, I, but I would, <laughs> we would never say that. Um, for, I'll give you an example of somebody bad mouthing a kit that I actually love, um, that I have heard. And this was a conversation actually years ago now about third kits. And, and it was as simple as like, it's like 
third kits. What's the deal? How do we keep them going? Because ours are selling, you know, we the, this is probably after the black Argyle kit. Might have been after the white Argyle kit. We're like, we love these the things. Third kit. Sad days. Huh? I said RIP to the third kit. Yeah. And and so we were talking about it, and, and somebody said, you know, the thing about the third kits is that for every Sporting KC Argyle kit that sells really well, there's a brown Vancouver Whitecaps kit <laughs> that doesn't sell well. And I'm like... Yo, I thought I thought that kit was great. I actually loved that jersey. But but what I get the vibe I get and I don't know this explicitly, but the vibe I get is that that did really well for diehard Vancouver Whitecaps fans. Oh, and it yeah. might have done really well at the team store, but it probably didn't sell as well at your Dick Sporting Goods of the World. And like when that when that gets left on a shelf. <laughs> Like yeah. you guys googling, I can see you googling. Uh, yeah, I am. Speak. That's exactly what we're doing. I am. It's not bad. The with the blue, I, I and dug the brown, it. I thought it was it's really not bad. Fun. I, yeah, the brown and the blue go well together. I think. Yeah, but still, and it's, it's and it's on jersey. brand for there. There was a history behind it, and and, and there was like it, it goes well with like their their club and 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 everything. Um, but but my hunch is again, it didn't do well in in like certain retail settings. And what people sometimes forget about this process is that it's not just about what Thomas, you know, can help move at the Sporting Style stores at Children's Mercy Park or at SportingStyle.com. It's everywhere else that that jersey needs to to move Mm -hmm. to not just, like, make money, but to keep from losing money, you know? So, like, if a a retailer shells out a bunch of money – they, it, you know, it's called sell through in this world, like or buy in. So, what would T? I'm gonna get it wrong already. I had it right, didn't I? Sell through. Should have trusted my instincts. It's called sell through. Um, if the retailer, you know, buys a bunch of those and then they're left with them, what do you do? Because they're kind of just out the money. And so, I think that um, that's like a weird kind of quirk of the industry that nobody talks about enough mm-hmm. because that does influence those kinds of things. And in, in those conversations, that's the one time you'll hear somebody say something negative about a kit, you know, is it's like, it just didn't sell well. It didn't move. It didn't for whatever reason. And, and, and again, like as much as, as cool as I thought that white caps kit was, apparently it didn't move. And you know, that influences numbers and that influences the future, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, but at the same time, like we all have friends at the, at, around other clubs in this, in this world too. Like, you know, a buddy of mine wrote the press release for Houston Dynamo's jersey today. Like, so even if I didn't think that was a cool looking kit that told a good brand story for the Houston Dynamo, which I genuinely 100% honestly do, I wouldn't be out here being like, the Houston kit's just not there for me. And their storytelling wasn't very good because like my buddy Steve wrote that release. You know what I mean? Right. So like, there's the professional side of it as well. I might give Steve crap on the side if I didn't like the kit. But I wouldn't do it publicly. So yeah, that's yeah, I, yeah. No, you're you're right, Cody. We won't ever really just badmouth another team's kit. Respectable, except gentlemen. St. Louis. It's, yeah, it's St. pink. Okay, good, yes. good. Okay, well, so it's, C- Cody, did you? It's definitely pink. We can all say that, right? <laughs> yeah, that's city not red, red is just pink. Yeah, <laughs> Cody, did you hear how effortlessly Chad plugged SportingStyle.com? <laughs> He's a professional. Okay, this is a good time to remind everybody time, that we was, all write for a website called thebluetestament.com. I'd encourage you to go check it out sometime. Hey, did you hear I did the subscribe rate in the view at the you beginning? Did. You on. did, you did. So, but they also mentioned the sporting style stores, which leads me to my question for Thomas. Thomas, so your marketing materials, like the advertising, it's always either players or like exceptionally good looking people. Hot people. Hot, people. hot people. Have you ever considered 
marketing to the common man and maybe like using some friendly podcasters on a zoom with you right now to see like, you know, I know that the kit might look less flattering on me than somebody who's got like an eight pack and like a chiseled, you know, facial features or whatever. But, but the common man but the needs common to know how he's going to look too. It's 2023, Thomas. Put me on the signage. You know we can't do this show without someone trying to sneak their way in and get a free jersey. So that was just the, that was just the standard part of this podcast. Trust me, as seamlessly as uh, as Chad plugs SportingStyle.com, <laughs> I could I could see what you three were doing with that one. So I get it. Uh, yes, I I think I, I see what you're saying. Uh, and and Chad. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. We we are working to get a lot of uh, a different people, and we our players are obviously our biggest asset that we have. You know, Dix doesn't have that. Shields doesn't have that. Adidas.com really doesn't have that. So we obviously love to use our players, but our fans are our biggest kind of asset that we have. So we need to to kind of focus on them. And and this year, Chad and I and his team are kind of focusing on on trying to figure that out. So. I'll keep you three in mind when we, uh, <laughs> we are kind of planning some of these these uh, photo shoots that we're getting ready to do. Uh, I just sent over a whole list of them for the whole year, so mm-hmm. I'll make sure that you guys are available on those days, and we'll uh, we'll get you guys out to the to the plaza or to. No, we, we uh, can do stadium. it while we're recording we in our natural yeah, habitat. It, it's it's it just it'll be a very you know interrelated marketing opportunity for both you and for us at the same time. Well, it's all about targeted marketing. It's 2023, right? It's all targeted marketing. So like when we're targeting the least summit based podcast crew, like, you know, (laughs) like in the, in our, in the demo, it's, it's a little niche, but we'll, you know, we'll, Hey, we we have listeners around the world, man. Right. Well, and and we've got, uh, Gillum park. We've got Overland park. We've got all the parks, every park you can want. I've got deep ties to Casey Kane, uh, much like you do, Chad. So, you know, we dot represent this, we could make this happen. In the meantime, no, he, he knows a lot of criminals. That's true. Wow. Wow. I mean, dot represent. Um, it, it's a, uh, it, it's actually like, a, it's a great question. It's a timely question. It is something that we're talking about all the time. Um, uh, good job, David. And it's something that we, we kind of sat down in the off season and said, hey, how do we approach this differently going into 2023? We've got some plans. Um you know what they say about plans is, is how do they come off? But like, but no, we do have some plans and I'm excited to see where we take this. Um, it, it's, believe it or not, it's it's not as easy to just like hire models as people think it is. It actually is. It just costs a lot of money and all those kinds of things. So it's like our players are our single largest asset. The truth of the matter is though, there is no sporting Kansas City fan in terms of like one demo. Our demo is so broad that, that, like that's a conversation we have all the time. A couple of years ago, we made a concerted effort to say, "Hey, we need to show more females in these in this gear." Just, just flat out, we realized we looked at everything we'd done. It had always been players, which meant it was always males. So we needed to do more females. Well, the female like line, the retail line, hasn't probably lived up to the availability of product. Right? T is probably the best way to put that. It hasn't lived up to that over the years. That's getting better and better every year too. So now we have the ability to do that. Last year, we did a specific uh, kids shoot, which is really fun, like a youth product line shoot, which we hadn't done. I mean, I was about to say, I hadn't done in my time here, which means we basically haven't done ever because I've been here 17 years and they weren't exactly doing retail shoots before that. So like, it's been cool to, to kind of continue to expand that. And, and, and it's a conversation we were having the other day about how do we expand that even, even more. 
Cody's got the boyish thing going on. He looks young. He'd be great. Thank you. You fit in a youth XL? Is that what we're... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going I'm to be Dwyer. confidently say yes. Right, be painted right, I would you. look like Dom Dwyer. Taylor esque I would look right, exactly we'll get, like we'll Dom get you in. We'll get you in. We can we can absolutely promote the youth stuff with you. I appreciate your your volunteering to do that. Yeah, well, in, in the meantime, keep an eye out for the, the Blue Testament monthly calendar that will be coming out. <laughs> oh, God. We'll just spray yeah, paint you, man. Chad, you're, you're that that page at the beginning where you get four months, right? <laughs> uh, okay. I'm no more lollygagging here. I'm ready to see this thing. Are, are you about ready here, Chad? Any, any We're ready. Uh, prefaces you want to give here? I'll let you, you can just kind of, kind of talk us through it uh, in, in the way you see fit and we well, will have our questions. Let's start with the launch plan and, and, and what we're yes. something we're really excited about. Um, and and Cody, if you can go ahead and give me the the share screen privileges, we can we can share this too. Um, the, wow, we should have done that first. Okay, hold on. Yeah, stall for me. You're you're on the you're a radio. I see. I didn't give you your bona fides earlier. Uh, the <laughs> he's on eight ten. The final whistle with Allie. Is Allie still doing it? Allie and Dave. Yeah, Allie still and doing Dave. It. So yes, that's where you yeah. can hear him. And he's going to filibuster for me while I fi- fix this. Yeah. So. Um, Normally the producer tells you how much time you have to fill, so I'm just gonna gonna <laughs> gonna talk talk shit on the the producer while doing this. No, um, we are. You should. Uh, you should. We do. <laughs> we're really excited about um about, and we can probably get into some of the Apple content later. But we're really excited about what this new MLS Apple uh, MLS season pass partnership that the league's got. And one of the things we're especially excited about is we are the only team in Major League Soccer who will be exclusively debuting our kit on MLS Season Pass on Apple TV. Um, it's completely free, no subscription required to go watch it. In fact, there's a boatload of really cool content up there already, no subscription required to go watch about Sporting Kansas City, learn about the players, learn about the club, um, et cetera. But as I said, we are the only team in Major League Soccer. Um, 10 a.m. today, Thursday, February 16, uh, on MLS season pass on Apple TV. We will be debuting the video that you're going to see right here, right now, when Cody figures out how to, so, Chad, how to how did, enable. How did, that, I, how did that come to pass that we were the you only You should one? be able to. We threw out the idea. True story. It was that simple. We nice. said we wanted to do it. Um, can you guys see my screen now? Yes. Okay, cool. I got to This is great radio. For the record, um, I think you always had the ability. I'm just saying. You threw me under the bus there. Anyway. No, no, no. I did not. I tried. Um, <laughs> is anybody else no, hoping um, that he accidentally wait, clicks on uh, David, the answer to that question is we, we asked. We threw it as an idea. Like, we we just said – it, it came up in, like, a conversation about what kind of cool stuff can we do with with Apple and MLS Season Pass. We debuted our schedule release graphic with a, a, a slow-mo video of things being destroyed shot on an iPhone, you know? Um and so we were always just trying to come up with cool ways to talk about this story because truthfully, we know that one of the biggest complaints that fans have had over the last couple of years is how do they watch a sporting Kansas City match, right? Yeah. It's moved around, it's been tough. We've had we, you know, we had we we signed a deal with a really good TV partner, and then that TV partner got bought out and and everything changed. And and then last year it was available over the air, but a lot of people in, in Kansas City couldn't get it straight up clean over the air, you know. So you could view it on sportingkc.com, 
but it was geofenced to Kansas and Missouri due to, you know, league rules and, 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 and broadcast deals. Um, well, the beauty of this, this Apple uh, MLS season pass on Apple TV product is that like literally no blackouts anywhere in the world available all the time. Um, all sorts of cool content outside of a paywall. You don't have to pay to go view it. So we were talking about how do we, how do we get that story out there in a lot of different ways? And so, you know, the, the schedule, the schedule release video was one of the first ones. And then this idea too, Hey, you know, if we drop a video on Apple, people go watch it there. Um, that's a really cool way to remind people and get people to go watch this other content that, that the, the, the video team and the content team here at sporting has spent literal blood, sweat and tears churning out over the last couple of months. Um, and we're really, really proud of it. So, uh, just a really cool, fun way to do it. So 10 a.m. Thursday, February 16. Today. App- today. 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 Today, February 16. We're recording at mm, something 30 in the morning. And um, and uh, you go to go to um, MLS Season Pass on Apple TV. You can view this video, and you can go to sportingstyle.com, and you can order your jersey for pickup. Um, later in the day, Thomas, you want to run through the times for uh, for everybody on the Sporting Style pop-up store special extravaganza at Compass Minerals National Performance Center? Nailed it. Yeah, if you order it uh, today, Thursday, um, you can pick it up starting at 4 p.m. Um, 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. Our, our store will be open at Compass Minerals. And then Friday, tomorrow, we'll be open 10 a.m. to 8 p.m., uh, and Saturday, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. So, and then if you order on sportingstyle.com, you also get to choose a happy hour with a former player, a member of the 2013 uh, MLS Cup championship team. Um, Benny Failhaber, Ike Opara, and Matt Beasler are all available uh, depending on the day that you you kind of choose. So those happy hours are available each day, um, and that's kind of available when you select your jersey. So, we can kind of go through that here in a little bit. A happy we... hour with Ico Para? Is that what I mean? Right. Happy Damn. hour with Ico Para. You know, uh, select beverages, cut waters supplied by Anheuser-Busch. Um, so it'll be a good time. In the Chad's, Chad's got his margarita cut water right there. I'm I literally <laughs> drinking a lime margarita cut water right here. I am. If I'm, I'm nothing if not a a, a man of brand loyalty. Brand synergy. I, Lawrence Olamurai riot. <laughs> That's a great one. I might be preferable to the Benny Fellhaber one, but I just feel like the Icopara one, that's going to be very popular. They're all yeah. interesting for like different reasons, right? You know, Ike's a quiet, quiet guy. You don't like, he's not out there doing a lot. And, and I like, like I talked to Benny, I talked to Matt, you know, like I've seen them around town, all those kinds of things. I want to pick Ike's brain. I'm kind of with you. I, I, Ike's the guy that I, I'm, I'm interested to, to, talk to there I but yeah, there's also some other cool surprises well we won't we'll leave them with their, their surprises we'll leave them as surprises but some other really cool surprises for anybody who um who shows up at uh compass minerals national performance center at the sporting style pop-up store the, la- the next couple of days um also free customization though for anybody who orders so right. okay cool um you get a 2023 primary jersey you get free customization beautiful cool and hey before i forget on this you mentioned the the streaming problems of last year. I just mm-hmm. wanted to say, I think, I think you guys should, you should be applauded for resolving or figuring out that situation. And yeah, it was kind of like figured out on the fly, but I think was not expecting in any way to, to see you guys be able to get out of that contract at all. And 
you you figured it out and it worked and you know most people were able to watch the game so uh, i think you should be should be proud of, of the way that ended up there thanks we you know we like we tried you know that's the best we can say is yeah, we we, we tried to make matches as accessible as humanly possible knowing also it had to be a one year deal you know the league the league structured all those deals so that they had to end going into this season because of the the, the league wide rights deal right so Imagine going into any any sort of a negotiation about TV rights deals, knowing, hey, this is only one year probably. Um, so I, it, it's, I've I was really, I, you know, there wasn't a match I missed. Right. It wasn't available on my cable provider, but I was able to watch matches on sportingkc.com slash live. Um, and, you know, I was able to get it on, uh, on a Roku or through the Sporting KC uh, app on Sporting One. It, it, we, we did our damnedest to make sure it was available as much as, you know, possible. So thank you for saying that. We tried. And it's going to be even better. Everything I'm hearing about the product on the Apple, like MLS season pass broadcast side is awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we're one of the only clubs in MLS with everything in 4K. Oh, if you ever watched any of the ML, the Apple baseball broadcast last year, there was a lot said about them, um, mostly on like the commentary and who their target audience was. But everything about the picture quality and everything was incredible. And I think that they are aiming super high with that with um, with that product this year. I don't think I know they're aiming super high. I've been in a lot of calls and a lot of meetings about it. We really we're really excited about what that product can be. Um, and and you know I even talked to the players about it. And you tell Eric Tommy, hey. Your family back in Germany is able to watch your games with no hassle. Like it's just that easy, right? right? And 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 any fan of yours, you know, Johnny Russell, any Derby County fan mm-hmm. can just go learn more about Johnny Russell because there's a Johnny Russell player profile already up on MLS Season Pass, and they can follow him all season long. And then so, like that part of it, this is really cool. The accessibility could not be better. Um, and you know, there's, you can go online on MLSsoccer.com right now and check out the schedule and see two of our first four matches of the season are outside the paywall, you know? So there's, um, there's a lot of, um, there's gonna be a lot of access for a lot of people. It's going to be really, really cool. Plus all this really cool content is outside the paywall. So I said no more lollygagging. We're, we're not we, filibustering anymore, right? We're just, and then we lollygagged and filibustered. Yeah. Let's, um, let's do this. I'm going to play a video now right that on. is debuting. It's really, I guess debuting right here um we won't tell anybody at apple that but um but 10 a.m thursday morning it is debuting at 10 a.m thursday morning is when it's debuting because that's when, debuting yes 10 a.m thursday morning uh mls season pass on apple tv let's hope this plays and away we go at children's birthday party oh starting off with benny look at that there it is we're stripes again hoops skinny hoops is that what i'm calling this skinny hoops Sorry, I'm I'm just I'm taking we're it watching, all in. Man. Yeah, no, that's not I'm taking it all in. Yeah, we're content, an, we're an audio medium here. You gotta you gotta help the video out, guys. This is a cool video though. Yeah, that looks good. Everything looks good on Johnny Russell. Hoops 4.0 is the name. The I don't, could you guys hear any of that? No, I heard the very beginning oh. and then nothing after yeah. that. Oh well, gotta love gotta love how that works. Makes for great radio. Edit around that as you need to. <laughs> yes, that was uh, yeah, we, that was beautiful. Though. We had a moment of silence there. So yes, there it hoops, is. Hoops 4. 4.0. And, you know, the story on this is really simple when you think about it. it's uh, I'll pull up a picture of the jersey now so we can all take a look at this. But the story on this is really simple. We we talked about on this pod two years ago how when you turn on a television and you see 
a striped, a, a hoop striped soccer team, sporting blue and dark indigo stripes. We want you to know that that is sporting Kansas City. The same way that you turn on a TV and you see and <laughs> this is a little painful for us U.S. soccer fans right now, but don't <laughs> we know it? You turn on a TV and you see a team in all orange. It's the freaking Netherlands, and they're knocking us out of the World Cup, right? Chad, there was so like, like five other teams you could have gone with that were not the Netherlands that have. Right. I know, I know. Croatia. <laughs> I didn't want to go with Croatia. Liverpool the layup. Netherlands is yeah, yeah, Croatia. Right go with Brazil. Yeah, Croatia with Italy, the Czechs, Brazil. Yeah. But, but Italy that's the point. Play this year, so we could have we could have gone with them. <laughs> he wanted a team that that's the point. Good, not Brazil. Yeah, that's it is, the. It is clear to me because it is you know it is shades of the one that is that it's replacing. But uh, it, it's clear that a, a brand is being is being formulated here. The stripes, the horizontal stripes and hoops, is definitely recognizable over the last few years. And and we've done we've done some some surveying on this, um, some some not so hidden public surveying that people may or may not have picked up on some some private surveying on this. Um, and when fans think about sport in Kansas City. Outside of the diehards, outside of, you know, the 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 long time diehards, the hoop stripes are what fans tend to associate with the club. And I think that that's because there were a lot of fans that came in after the first couple of trophies after 2013, 2012, 2013. Right. And so 2014, we debuted the very first hoops, hoops 1.0. Um, and so a lot of fans it's one of my all time came picks. of age with this club. While we were wearing that, you see in this video, you see Benny Philhaber scoring his famous free kick goal and then giving the Michael Jordan shrug, right? Wearing that jersey. Um, two years after that, we rolled out the jersey that is, in many ways, the inspiration for this, the direct inspiration for this kit, which is the 2016 tonal striped, mm. tonal hooped secondary right. kit. Right. Um, so if you take a look at this kit and you lay it side by side with the 2016 which is one of our most popular, best-selling, highest like like fan affinity jerseys of all time. It's 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 not one for one, but it's really really damn close to what we rolled out in 2016 as that super popular secondary kit. Um, and then you know two years ago we debuted Hoops 3.0, 3.0, the kind of the modern iteration of this, the primary jersey version of it with the sporting blue mm -hmm. and the dark indigo. Um, and we talked a lot about that time at like, there's nothing more iconic in the world of soccer than a hoops jersey. And yep. and we wanted to make sure that when people turned on that TV and they saw it, they knew immediately it was Sporting Kansas City. Now, the truth of the matter is you can't just roll the same kit every year, right? So you have to change it up. And we thought that this, um, the version that that you're seeing here is, um, it's the the next evolution. It harkens back to the past. It lets us talk about the past. It lets us be proud of the jerseys that we've worn that people were really proud to wear. Um, but it's it's a new kind of clean modern take on that. And um, I don't know, Thomas, what am I what am I missing from kind of a big picture perspective there? But that's where we wanted to go with with our brand and with this kit, you know, for for the next two years. And and it's not lost on us that the eyes of the world are kind of on us right now as a city, as a soccer city, right? Mm -hmm. coming off of off of World Cup and everything that we've been planning um for the last couple of years has been with 2026 in mind and hoping we were going to get it right and so by the time we roll around in the 2026 season like from a visual aesthetic perspective we had to have something nailed that that people knew oh that's sporting 
when I see it. You know, had we had we signed freaking Ronaldo, like <laughs> we had to have something that people knew was sporting Kansas City when they saw it. And so that's been a big um, a big part of our conversation for the last couple of years is developing a brand and and making sure that people know hoops like we own that in Major League Soccer. We own that in American Soccer. Um, because nobody else is doing it. And certainly we don't think nobody else is doing it as anybody else is doing it as, as well or as clean as, as we think this, uh, this, this Jersey is. It's growing on me. The longer I look at it, I like, I've liked it more the longer it's been sitting here in front of me. So Chad last year with state line 3.0, there were a lot of subtle details like the, right. the back neck, there was the, um, uh, the, the arch with the hat that had the, the state line kind of shaded into it. Walk us yep. through the the subtle details that you know you might not notice immediately tomorrow. Um, Can I interject and say my the subtle things that I like? I'm I'm digging how everything lines up for my OCD. The stars <laughs> above the crest yep. are just like perfectly in the line of the of that hoop, and then Compass Minerals fits exactly perfectly right in the middle of the two lines. It's great. Yeah. Boy, it's almost like you were in the room with us. When My we OCD were, appreciates. We were it. having some talk, and, and the MLS logo is right with the stripes. I mean, yes. Uh, yeah, someone, I mean, those are those are the details that do that. Like, it's funny we all laugh about them, but they matter. Like, they do. Aesthetically, it, they matter. It looks um, unfinished if you don't do those things. It looks not. It looks like right. you didn't put the care into it. Even though some people will like, ah, it doesn't matter. It won't look right. And again, from an execution perspective, it's always like there's a trade-off. Like if you make one of those changes, does it affect another change, right? This one happened to line line up perfectly, you know? And and truthfully, we've got a really great partner in in Compass Minerals. Um, we've had like they were they came on very early in the process of this jersey design. So we're talking what, two years ago now, right, T? So mm-hmm. this is what what day is today? <laughs> so twenty twenty one the sixteenth of February. Yeah, the 16th of February. There you go. Um, it's Thursday, Thursday. Uh, the in 2021 was the, the conversations with Compass Minerals, and and I don't think, if I remember correctly, they weren't around for the brief for round one, but they came in kind of in process, and so we showed them this art very early on. Um, because if you if you go back and look, Compass Minerals used to have a different logo, just. You know, when they first came on and they were the sleeve partner, the Jersey sleeve partner, they had a different mark. They had a different logo. And truthfully, part of the conversation, Compass Minerals, a, you know, massive multi-billion dollar company or whatever based here in Kansas City had about their own brand was how do they want that brand to be represented to the world? And did that mean it was time to uh, evolve their brand? And obviously they decided yes. And as a part of those conversations, they came to us and said, we think we're going to do this. What suggestions do you have? And we said, let's talk about how it appears on a jersey. You know, it was that simple of a conversation. And and making sure that they had a version of a mark that made sense for a jersey. For, you know, at that point, that's why we showed them this jersey. And said, for a hoop striped jersey, that it had to fit nice, to your point, Cody. Like, it had to fit in there. Um, so, yeah, so those details do end up mattering. And, and to Thad's point, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel complete if you don't, try to take account for those kinds of details. One thing that is sticking out to me is the Apple TV on the sleeve. Is that, uh, that's league wide or were there any, were, did teams have sleeve sponsors that are getting the boot for this or, or how does that work? Every team has it on the left sleeve. Um, 
their own their own version of that. As you can see, ours is in our team color. It's the MLS mark and our team color over the Apple TV um, patch. Uh, and then on the right sleeve, teams can still do a jersey sleeve partner. Okay. Um, so yeah, the details, I mean, the details as, as we were kind of starting to talk there, um, details on this kit and I apparently didn't pull a good photo of one of the details, but we can talk about it, but let's go to the back neck first. Let's go to the, uh, um, at the back of the Jersey, kind of an evolved new version of our Argyle, um, a more modern take on our three interlocking diamonds, three diamonds, uh, with an SKC in it. What was that, Cody? Yeah, just the three diamonds. It's it has evolved from Argyle, but it, we people still kind of refer to it as that. But yeah, the three diamonds is another key part of the branding you guys have been working on. And and if you go back and you look at it, this this will be I think seven jerseys in a row now. Is that right? Wow. No, with 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 some version of Argyle on it. Um, might be six jerseys in a row with with some version of Argyle on it. You know, it is it is a brand element. It's something. It's a it's a part of. Uh, it's a huge part of our brand, and we know we hear all the time, bring back the Argyle, bring back the Argyle, and we we can rehash the conversation we have every year on this pod about how hard it yeah. is to bring back the Argyle. Um, but um, but we we want fans to know we hear them. We want fans to know that it is a part of our brand, and um, we're going to continue to tell the kind of the Argyle, the Diamond story going forward. It's just uh, it's always a matter of execution, you know. And and um, we've got thoughts, we've got ideas, um, but but. I think every primary kit for at least the last two, if not three, has had this, and the secondary kits as well, has had some version of an Argyle diamond or a three diamonds on it. And this is the new, uh, I'll call it the new, more modern, grown-up version of it. It's not the same thing you saw in the in the mid-2000s. It's, it's grown up, or the 2010s or whatever. It's grown up since then. It's no longer just a direct kind of Yvonne Lindell Argyle from the 1970s, the, the the world has has moved on from that design, and and we think that this is a really cool look um, uh, that we're you're going to continue to see. You'll see it around the stadium, some new places, and things like that. It's a it's a big brand element for us. What I don't have here, and this again makes for fantastic radio. I did not bring a good picture of the back neck of the jersey, so let's see how much we can zoom in on this photo and take a look. Paint the wall, and so this is at the at the back neck, the neck tape as as it's called. Um, paint the wall. This is 2023. This is 10 years on from the 2013 MLS Cup championship. The championship that really, in many ways, kind of solidified everything we wanted this club to be. Solidified where we wanted to go with this club. And truthfully, people don't really remember it now, but that was the first time we actually physically painted the wall. Yeah. Uh, in 2012, Jimmy Nielsen put put letters on the wall. And in 2013, he he got up there with a can of spray paint. So um, it's tough to see in this photo, but I hope people take a look at it in the back of the jersey. It's really freaking cool. Um, it says "Paint the Wall" in our in our brand font in our um, in our Sporting Kansas City agency brand font. And then there's a there's a literal pull of Jimmy Nielsen's 2013 that he painted on the wall, kind of embossed in around it. Oh, so wow. it's a it's a direct reference to the 2013 team. Um, we're going to honor that in a lot of cool ways this season, 10 years on, which is crazy to think about for those of us who are around for it. But uh, we're going to honor that that team and and what they were able to accomplish in a lot of really cool ways this coming season that that you know we'll we'll roll out over time. But um, that back neck is is to us a really cool storytelling element because again, it's crazy. It's been 10 years. 
that is the moment that this became real to so many of us. And, um, and that's the moment it became real for so many fans. You know, it was no longer just kind of a flash in the pan. It was like, Oh, this club means it when they say they want to win championships, they're not just going to do it occasionally. They're going to do it a lot. And, and, you know, that was in the middle of a four trophies and six years run and all that kind of stuff. So, um, so 20, uh, uh, 2013 paint the wall reference as a part of it as well. You can also see down here along the side. I don't know if you guys can see my mouse, but down here on the, along the side, the uh, the indigo banding. And then as I will show you here in a second, as so, we look at some of these other. Um, Thad, this jersey is called Hoops 4.0. Do you have any thoughts about that? Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> Thad earlier uh, He's said gonna that get Hoops shy. have to go all the way around. Yeah, I know. Too, he's too afraid. We yeah, talk about it all the time. Yeah, because Chad, I've told Chad this before. It's not really truly hoops unless it goes all the way around, or well, at least the majority of the stripes. So, Chad, I have, but I have a quick, it's okay. I have a quick question. So, I get the, yeah. the Nielsen homage because you know he's iconic and he was the captain and everything. But where's my Boom. Claudio Bieler homage? <laughs> um, somewhere in South America. Justice for Claudio. Yeah. Boom. I've been I've been watching a lot of uh, highlights over the the last couple of weeks of those that era as we work on some more Apple content and uh, it's easy for to forget how good that guy was. Yeah, he's a really good soccer player. He he had a knack for scoring goals. Um, in fact, the goal he scored, I want to say it was against New England in the conference final. That little cutback goal where he just drifts into space and you know moves off the center back shoulder that nobody, you know, nobody's paying attention to him is such a good goal. Cause it's a hard one time finish. Anyway, this isn't a Claudio Bieler pod, but I, I'm, I'm, a, I've <laughs> always been be. a Claudio Bieler stand. I think he was a hell of a soccer player. It could. What about Suni Saad? Can we get like a Michigan reference? Like subtly in the, like, wow. Do you have Suni <laughs> his flowers? Deep cut with Suni Saad there. That's yeah. That's a name I haven't heard in a while. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> so now you're so, showing us a picture of this magnificent creature uh, it's a picture of Alan Pulido showing less thigh than he does on the training ground, though. I mean, not by a lot. Not Mostly by because a lot. he's got socks on here. Yeah, he's got do soccer you, socks pulled over the knees. Do you take? Do you talk to the players when you're designing these and and get their feedback on on what they like, what they want to look like, and they don't get to decide. Do you do you ask them like they don't do, know? Do design. we need two thirds of them won't be around by the time the kit comes out? Well, that's but <laughs> this is what I'm asking. I mean, like, do you have to like? You know, does, does does Alan ever come to you and petition for shorter shorts or baggier shorts <laughs> to fit his giant quads? Or like, how does how do the players factor quads. in to uh, the design process? That's all Kitman's territory. That's all. That's a different. That's also a different pod. That's a Mike Flaherty <laughs> pod, which that's a that's a whole different set of stories. We've not done that. I was that just pod. gonna we say. I was like, that. that's an entirely different pod that you guys are you guys are delving into right here. <laughs> how do you fit his thighs into those shorts, <laughs> but, but, Mike? But do that's the, called the Jalen Lindsay question right there. That's mean. No. But but do the players get to have any any input? Like, you know, and and maybe you don't ask on uh you you know, you don't ask a player who may not be around uh like the fringe <laughs> players, but like does Johnny Russell get a say in what and what happens? It's not direct input. I mean, but we we have conversations with them. It's more it's more, you know, I mean, Thomas and I both Nate Sadoff who also were, is on our kit team and we'd be we'd be Remiss if we didn't talk about him or Aaron Bournes, our VP of marketing, who's involved in the process. Um, like we all have individual personal relationships with a lot of the guys of varying levels of kind of comfort and closeness, but but um we talk to them about it for sure. You know, they 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 know we they know who the kit team is. 
they bring them, they bring thoughts to us. Uh, they bring thoughts to Flaherty. They bring thoughts to ownership, you know, like all of those kinds of things come up in conversation. I would, I mean, so not direct input T, but, but definitely indirect, right? Correct. And I was going to say, I mean, Peter Vermees is one of those that, that actually really does have some, some really good feedback. Every time we, we take one every of these, time. he's one that, uh, that always has, has something really great to say, some good feedback uh, that we take and and we we really think about what he says when we think about okay well, we're gonna get ready to do 2025 here in a minute all right what did he just say about 23 yep. and how does he like that so let's take that into 25 or or whatever it is but he he's a big one as well that we we love to kind of keep involved in the process yeah one of the one of the most nerve-wracking days every year is the day that Thomas and I um, and sometimes a mannequin roll into um, Peter's um, office at, at, <laughs> at Compass Minerals National Performers Performance Center and show him prototype jerseys. And Peter may or may not walk in while you're like dressing a half naked mannequin, you know, and, <laughs> and Peter always has a has a funny comment about that. So Peter's stylish, so I'm not surprised right? to hear he's involved in this. No, and, and Peter definitely does have thoughts. I mean, the last I won't get into like what his exact feedback was on the twenty four kit. But um, but it was very like, hey, when are we going to do this again? You know, like he was like, well, I, I really like this thing we did one time. Oh, come uh, on. People, give us like, what that is. Give us give us Peter's uh, favorite jersey. Give us that one. They want the exclusive. When are we going to do that uh, again? It was a jersey. That had... <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but, uh, yeah, to your point, like, uh, I mean, Peter is one of those that believes the the feel good, play good, look good, right. play good type of mentality, you know, and, and he believes that with especially this one. I, I follow him on this one, the, the look good, play good type of mentality. Uh, he, he followed in our footsteps with that one. Yeah. And, and, and again, ownership, ownership cares, not in like a meddling kind of way, but ownership cares in like a, again, a, 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 you know, a brand story kind of way. Like that's, I talked to, to both Cliff and Mike Illig specifically about this kit and what we're doing next year and what we're doing the year after. And they have, they have very specific thoughts about it. And, um, and that makes us, you know, like one, it makes us feel empowered in these conversations with Adidas or with, with even just with like, Hey, this is where we're taking, you know, the brand that they, they put all the, the money behind. Right. So um, it's really cool to have those conversations, but, but with the players, it's usually like, um, for example, this one, we've been doing a series of teasers over the last couple of weeks where we yeah. showed the guys the kit and they reacted. I don't know if you guys saw those, yeah. but like every single one of them was like, Oh, that's dope. We brought the button back or we, Oh, that's cool. I like how it's like, it's still the, it's the same kit we've been wearing, but it's so different. It's clean, you know? So um, we actually have talked about, do we release all those videos now with like the behind the scenes where you can hear what they actually said, yeah. what they were, what they were really excited about. So we've got some plans around that over the coming months, but um, <clears throat> excuse me, but it's really cool that, you know, they get, they do have feedback. They do care. They care a lot about things like the material and the weight and how it fits and and all of that kind of stuff as well. Every year they fit slightly different and it's due to the materials and all of that. So they always want to try them on and make sure that, hey, if I was a, I'll use their terminology. If I was an M last year, am, am, am I still an M? They don't, they don't say large, medium, and small for whatever reason. I don't know if it's like a, you've got players from all over the world, so they just use the letters, but um, it's a weird quirk of that one. But, they definitely yeah. take it personally too if they go up or down size, depending on uh, how much time they spent in the in the weight room that year. I like that little detail. Yeah, yeah. L and M and S. It's not lost on me though that Johnny Russell. You're showing us a picture of Johnny Russell and hoops, and I'm 
if I remember right, he's a Celtic fan, and Celtic iconically has hoops. Yes. So I just sure. I know you say the players don't have a ton of input, but I'd like to believe and create the hashtag narrative that Johnny looks Johnny at home. has pushed for hoops. Johnny, I I don't. He hasn't said it this way, but I think if we went away from hoops, Thomas and Nate and I would have to answer to Johnny Russell. Yeah, <laughs> and you should. Yeah, I, I actually I walked in during our hype shoot the other day with the day that this photo that we're looking at was taken. I walked into um, into a changing room as the, as he was getting ready to go to his part of the set. And Johnny Russell and Connell McCourt, who is one of our video producers, um, Connell is is from Ireland, is a massive, massive uh, Celtic fan as well. Grew up a Celtic fan. Um and so between Johnny Russell's Scottish accent, Connell's Irish accent, and them talking about players all over the Scottish prim, it was one of the most unintelligible conversations <laughs> I've ever walked into that was happening in the same language that like I supposedly speak. And and um because they're both just huge Celtic fans and they were talking about it and, and I was I I was picking up like one in every three words. It was it was very, very, very fun. But no, um, like Johnny, Johnny specifically referenced Celtic when we were talking about this kit when we when he saw this the first time. So um, you can even watch that one of those teaser videos where he's just like, "It looks good, it looks good," but I've already seen it. You know, he because he had seen it a couple of weeks yeah. back and he was he was really excited about it. But no, so it is. I to, to go all the way back to the question, it really is. It's more indirect feedback about like what they like, what they don't like, and a lot of that we can take to the to to Adidas as well and say, "Hey, the guys mentioned this one thing about." the cut or the collar. And you can take a look at the, um, when you look at the back neck or the neck tape of this collar, it's a very different neck tape. It's going to rub less on the back of the neck than previous ones, those kinds of things. So um, Adidas is always trying to improve the actual technical performance of these jerseys as well. I, I, this picture you have up with Johnny Russell, it's uh, He's about to make length. me buy it. Just uh, the longer you make me look at Johnny Russell wearing it, I'm about to put an online order in. I mean, I like... Because I haven't All given sportingstyle.com. Well, it's open right now, now that we're talking about it. Yes, but. it is open. But that just looks really good. The full kit there, the shorts and the, the jersey together. That's one of the things that, uh, that we've noticed too. Like you, you see the jersey, we love the jersey, obviously, but you, you see it top to bottom shorts, socks, top. Yeah, well, I can't really see the ever. socks, man. So you got to give, give me a different picture later. But it, it just works really well together, the entire kit, and and it always has. But this one in particular, we just really felt like the it it pulls everything together while while looking at the the player in the entire kit. So it, it, we do the jeans test too. We put it on with jeans. You know the the. And in fact, there's a there's a photo on my camera roll of our senior designer Nate Sathoff wearing the prototype for. Uh, I think it's the 24 kit in jeans and we wanted to see what it looked like. We wanted to see what it looked like in different, um, in different lighting settings and all that kind of stuff. And Let, so this one, that one, yeah, text us. <laughs> yeah. Where's that text one? Us. Uh, are the socks, so are the socks striped also? They're not. Um, we've been, oh. we've, we're working on that. We're still, we're still, uh, still fighting we, that one to, to, to get to the striped socks again. Uh, um, I, we mentioned earlier a couple of questions that we ask Adidas every year and, and let us tell you, that that's one that we have uh will will ask them every year and we prefaced it uh every question every time that we have a call with them we go you know what we're going to ask and they're like stripes on the socks so, am i dreaming or was it, it happened. wasn't the the year with the gold star the original hoops did didn't 
that have? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's what I was thinking. It, it was did, so and close. so did, and so did the 2016 um, tonal stripes. The tonal hoops had it. Oh yeah. Um. So fun fact, as you can kind of see in this picture of Eric Tommy that I pulled up now, um, they're not actually socks anymore. They're sleeves. Right, they right, uh, they right. don't actually go down below. Do they the have foot. holes in them. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're they're tubes, if you will. Um, they're not yep. tube socks. They're just tubes. Right. So um, they've they've gone to different manufacturers over the last couple of years to try and 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 because the players prefer these to actual traditional soccer socks. So um, in the manufacturing process, they're still working through trying to figure out. You know, like 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 we said, we want hoops i'm sure every team around the world wants some sort of a design element on the sock um and and we're working through that like like t said like we hit a point in every call with adidas where we're just like you guys know it's about that time socks cool cool we'll, we'll we've we've asked we'll move on now but we have to ask because if we don't ask one of these years you're gonna be like oh you guys should have asked we could have we could have said yes to the sock thing last year so we ask every freaking time and that's not just even like on the official calls like we go up to Portland once a year for, you know, meetings with them, like out at dinner, out at drinks afterwards. So we ask at dinner and then we ask again at drinks. And then we ask again as we close down the bar and come home. Like as the Malort the shots comes out. Yeah. Yeah. The Malort shots come out with those guys every time now. So yeah, it's a. You started earlier to say about something down the, uh, the Indigo stripe on the side, but I think you got interrupted. Yeah. What was the detail on so, that? You're going to tell us. So every every as I zoom in here on Eric Tommy every uh, every Adidas kit in this cycle has this they call it banding down the side um, and and ours is dark indigo um, you'll see it it's it's always a contrast color um, some some clubs are looking at doing some kind of multicolored things like that I think down the road I don't think I've seen anything yet on it T right but there, there's some ability to do some cool stuff with it. Um, and it, I want and to say there's kind of, one kit right now that has utilized it for a sign-off, I want to say, but I, I don't know who it is right now. Got it. Yeah, so I'll, let me see if I can pull up another picture where we where we can get a, a clearer look at it. But, um, but yeah, it's a, it's a banding down the side, and then there are underarm panels that are also an alt color. Um, uh, in this case, dark indigo for us. I'll pull up Alan Toledo again here. Um, and you can kind of see the underarm panels, which are just – it's really just kind of another grounding – element oh, to bring yeah. some extra um uh what's the word i'm looking for just to bring some extra interest at it from the back side of the jersey um the sleeve cuffs dark indigo the hem dark indigo and the banding and all dark indigo um so that when you are looking at it from behind it's still very clearly sporting blue and dark indigo name and number dark indigo all that fun stuff look how fit he looks look how ready he is to Guys, bang in 15 he's goals. he's in the first I, I was talking to him the other day he's ready and he's 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 chomping at the bit to play soccer again. He's it, so it's really exciting to to see him kind of working his way back. And and he's you know he's not quite there yet, but I, he's going to play a huge part of this season. It's going to be awesome. Okay, we got any final thoughts here? I feel like if I don't make an attempt to just to end it here, we would just keep talking forever and ever and ever. Well, I have I have a non kit question for Chad. Okay. Um, oh, look at Willie Agata looking so athletic and ready to bang in more goals than Alan. Uh, but, okay, Chad, you mentioned you have an Emmy. It's on your Twitter profile. You have an Emmy. I didn't mention it. It's on your Twitter profile. Yeah, it hold says, on. Like, Don't do that Wait, to you know what Twitter But I didn't is? call it out. He didn't just come on the Zoom and say, hey, guys, I have an Emmy. You're ready to record <laughs> no, this podcast? He announced it to the world with his Twitter. He told Elon he has one. But so what is your Emmy for? 
So this is actually really cool. Um, so two years ago when we launched the uh, the first um, kind of new iteration of the hoops, the, the hoops 3.0 um, with the victory project on the front and the force for good campaign with children's mercy hospital in here in Kansas city. And, um, uh, you know, coming off of the global pandemic and all that coming off of it, like it's not, you know, still a thing, (laughs) but you get where I'm going. Um, coming off the 2020 year and, and going into 2021, when we launched that kit with a victory project as the Jersey front sponsor and a portion of proceeds from all sales going to charity and, um, that charity obviously being children's mercy hospital, the video that we did to announce that where we talked about a force for good. Um, it's, it, it opens with, um, you know, with a kid who's, who's literally taking cancer medication and, and, you know, dreaming of being a soccer player. And, um, and then, you know, Jake Reed, our, our team president and CEO comes out and talks about what the campaign is. And, and, uh, you see all sorts of people unboxing the Jersey and, and stuff like that. Anyway, that video, uh, won a Midwest Emmy. Um, which is really, really cool. And we're really proud of it. It's one of those things in your career that you're just like, oh, we're nominated for it. Oh, we won an Emmy. You know, like it's, uh, it's, um, it's a pleasure just to be nominated. Right. Right. It's a pleasure. I mean, (laughs) but, and the thing about those processes is you, you like, they're essentially either self nominations or somebody sends in a nomination. Right. But like, it's an Emmy. So who knows how many nomination or who knows how many entries there are, let alone to be nominated. And when we got nominated, it was like, Oh, that's really cool. We got nominated for an Emmy and then thought nothing of it, you know, just didn't expect it. And because it was, um, because it was still kind of pandemic time of not, not getting it together in massive events, there wasn't an Emmy ceremony. There wasn't, you know, we didn't go anywhere. It was an online thing. And so just, you know, random Saturday night, it was just like, Oh, hey, I, I I remember distinctly, I was following along, I was sitting on my phone, watching it on my phone, um, like following the announcements, watching a movie with my wife. And, and I just like, our category popped up and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> hey, 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 babe, I just want an Emmy. And she's like, what? <laughs> she's just, and it was just like, yeah, no, we check this out. We just won an Emmy. Sporting just won an Emmy for this. Um, for this thing we did. And, um, and so, you know, there's a, there's like, I want to be very, very clear. My name's not the only name on this thing. There's, there's, (laughs) there's, you know, a whole bunch of names and a whole bunch of people who were involved in it. But, um, the good folks at lore, um, who were the production company who did, who did a lot of work on it, a bunch of us here at sporting, but yeah, there's, um, we, we won an Emmy for that. And it's, it's one of those moments that you're just like, well, I'm one quarter of the way to an EGOT. What do I, what do I have to do to go get a Tony now? <laughs> that was my, that right. was literally my next question. You're a quarter of the way to the EGOT. What's next? <laughs> so, so my brother is, uh, my brother is actually a professional actor. And if like, you better believe I, I like, like a theater actor, he's a, he's a theater actor. And, and so like, the moment we won an Emmy, I was just like, dude, I'm closer to an EGOT than you are. Like, where's, where's your Tony, bro? Like, um, no, it's, um, yeah, maybe we'll figure out a spoken word Grammy. You know, those, those seem like the, those seems like the ones that we have the best chance at winning. Like, I don't think we're going to win any musical Grammys anytime soon. So like a spoken word Grammy, it's kind of like how, if I'm going to ever play in the Olympics, it's in curling at this point. Like that feels like a sport I could pick up and maybe, uh, athletically have a shot. Peter Vermees' so like, halftime speech of the spoken word. There you word. go. Spoken word yep. Grammys. Um, Johnny Russell and the staffer whose name I'm forgetting who's from Ireland. Connell. 
Connell. Connell. Connell. Connell is Connell. such an Irish name that Connell it, McCourt. That it sounds Irish just saying it. Like you like when you say it, it you say it in an Irish accent unintentionally. <laughs> Connell Connell is um yeah, 10 out of 10 Irish, no notes. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, it. Well, um, congratulations on the Emmy. I don't think Thank I was you. ever aware of that. I never looked at your Twitter bio, bio close enough, I guess. Wow. The, the Sporting KC content team, video team, has always been very good. So that that's good. You guys have a have an Emmy to go along with that. That's again. That's one of those like career kind of cool validating things. And it's and it's funny because you're only allowed to put X number of names on an Emmy, but so many people were actually a part of that project that that don't you know have a statuette and don't get to get to say it. And 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 the cool thing about the Emmys is um, they're regional. Like yeah. So, so the Emmys that we all sit down and watch at the end of the year, you know, where, where I guess Netflix runs away with it these days. Right. But, but back in the day, it was the big networks. Uh, those are the, those are the national Emmys. And to be eligible for those, you have to be airing on a national broadcast platform. So none of those things are eligible for the regional Emmys and none of anything that's done regionally is eligible for the national Emmys. So when you, when, when the regional Emmys come, it's like, it's the whole Midwest region. It's, 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 um, you know, parts of Oklahoma, Texas, M- Missouri, Kansas, Iowa, Nebraska. So, um, you know, to be recognized in that kind of category of like you did something that was in this case considered among the best, um, you know, public service announcements is what this this is specifically for um, in, in, in an entire region and, and is, is really, really cool. You know, it, it's the it's the pinnacle of the career in a lot of ways. It's it's awesome. You should be eligible this year, though, because, you know, you're going to be putting stuff up on MLS season pass through I, Apple. I genuinely need to figure that out. We were talking about that the other day is like, how do you know, like who owns the content and where does it where does it where is it eligible for for any of those kinds of, war, of awards? We're really proud of some of that content. There's a stupid good um, uh, video about the, the the sway ritual at the end of the match that Maddie Anderson, one of our video producers did, like I will, she gets really embarrassed when I talk about it because it's that good. And I'm, I'm so proud of like what she was able to put together um, that everybody should go watch. It's really cool. We're really proud of like the club profile and all that. So um, whoever said earlier that we've always had a really good content team, like thank you. And we're, we're always working to make it bigger and better. And and we're, we're really excited where we're kind of the new generation of this can go because of the Apple content. So I don't know. Maybe maybe more Emmys in the future. We'll see. That was me. I complimented you, Chad Thanks, Reynolds, Thomas Earl. Thank you very much for joining, guys. Congratulations, David. What do you got? Let them get their plugs in. Chad, where do we find your uh, Twitter bio that tells us that you want an Emmy? <laughs> um, Twitter for as long as it still exists. Uh, you can find me at <laughs> at the Chad underscore KC. That's also the same on like Instagram. That's mostly pictures of my vacations and my dog. So different different vibes there. Um, really though, go follow, like follow the team, follow, um, follow the, the crew who does all the hard work and, and, and I'm, I'm going to be terrible and not remember all their names, but Nate Sadoff, Jesse Carpenter, Max Lehman, Maddie Anderson, Juwan Bush, Connell McCourt, um, Sailor Rivas, Courtney Park, like, like the team that does our content is stupid good. And we're really, really proud of what we, we can do. So don't, don't, I don't, don't. Now Don't worry about me. Now so we should giving, have them on sometime. Now he's yeah. giving yes. his Emmy award speech yeah. to yeah. us, guys. Thomas, where can we find you? Other than sporting a sporting style, style store. At Sporting Style. Ah, he's, there he's you a go. company man. <laughs> that is our, that's that, a company that's man right there. Chad, 
Chad knows I am uh, I'm Sporting Style. So follow Sporting Style on both on both Twitter and, and Instagram. You know, we'll be releasing this today at 10 a.m. So it is uh, it has been released. Yes, it's already it been released. Been. So, so I just I just had the idea we will we're gonna have you guys back on when the retro stuff comes out over the summer, when the next round of retro gear comes out. We're gonna, we're gonna bother you again. Yeah, I think we can we can probably have a uh, another one, Chad. I don't know. I mean, this might be a leak here, but yeah, it'll be earlier this year. We could Aha, probably do there things. we go, an exclusive. Uh, start, we could probably have some, some stuff. Whiz. We could probably have some whiz talk in the in the late March uh, time frame. Oh, if, uh, that is early. If that, yeah, if that interests anybody. So okay, it does. Thad, where do we find you on Twitter? Yeah, where do we find wow. you on Twitter? On Twitter, backpost. He's one. He's giving you an opportunity to say your. <laughs> that is at the backpost. Cody, where are you? At that Cody though. And I'm not on Twitter, so you can't find me anywhere. Yeah, liar. <laughs> Other than bluetestament.com. All right, Chad and Thomas, thank you very much, guys. Always a pleasure, and we'll talk soon. Thanks, fellas. Much appreciated. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Good morning. Just been sent off. Some part of strong and long comes off. My fun fun things got me drinking. My fun fun things got me drinking. My fun fun things got me drinking. Give me real whiskey, winter gin. Anything to shake this food I'm in. My fun fun things got me drinking. My fun fun things got me drinking. Yeah.